everyone. Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and I have with me a special guest today, Candace, who's going to tell you a little bit about herself, um, how she ended up here in the special education community. And um, we're going to talk about some hot topics that are really happening right now with schools closing, with you having to work with your children who have multiple needs at home. Specifically, we're going to be talking about behaviors. And um, we're just going to jump right into it. So thank you, Candice, for being here. Thank you for having me. So will you just share with everyone a little bit about who you are and your company? What do you do? Sure. I'll try to be brief. Uh, so my name is Candice Gazeski. I am a board certified behavior analyst at BCBA. Uh, prior to becoming a BCBA, I was a special ed teacher for almost a decade. Um, I've been a BCBA since 09. So for a while now, uh, I own Behavioral Perspective. I started doing in-home based uh, services for individuals with autism and their families. Um, and then that eventually grew into where we now have uh, clinic-based locations as well across the state of Illinois um, and in Texas and Missouri. So that's very exciting. And you have some other components. So I did share yeah. with everyone that, so you have clinics, yeah. you have um, in-home services, yeah. and then go ahead and share a little bit about how did you extend that kind of education piece? Sure. Well, a couple of things. Um, we do also do some school consultation regularly. So we are in, in the schools and working with teachers, obviously now school has been postponed pretty much everywhere. Uh, after working with Catherine and some advice from her um, some years back, we put together a Parent Academy, which is an online-based platform. Catherine helped me really f see that the need was for the families that were unable to access uh, ABA services for whatever reason. Uh, there was lots of barriers to that, um, but still needed that help or still had lots of questions or you know how to work with their own child. So we do have a web-based series um, that goes through the basics. So understanding behavior basics and then how to teach replacement behaviors. And along with that, there's a closed group similar to your inner circle. Uh, so we have a, a closed group on Facebook right now where parents can log on and, and ask specific questions or get you know additional content. So we're gonna to get to the good stuff right away and say that you are giving away 30 days free yes. to parents um, for them to access some of these strategies, things, concepts that we're gonna be talking about that we can't go fully in depth on here together. But um, yeah, I've loved working online with special education teachers and special needs parents and admins and therapists and really tackling the IEP at a whole different level that you can do virtually. And then I love that you um, kind of took that and ran with that in the behavior um, you know, discussion, because there are so many things that, you know, you can read books and blogs and you can watch a webinar, but being able to have that interaction and being able to help families, you know, virtually, especially our families that struggle to maybe get to um, real people, even in the good times. Right. Um, and now we're in struggles with that. So I'm excited. I'll have the link up for Parent Academy so everybody can access that with you. Um, so, Let's just talk a little bit about the situation that's happening. Um, so you have a, a bigger perspective than I have when it comes to working with um, a staff. So I don't have a large staff. Um, I do not work in home. Um, I do not work hands on with students. And you and your staff, you guys do that. And there's a lot of um, chaos that's happening that we're reading about, but you've been able to experience in that. Can you just share with everyone what 
um, what you've seen in the last couple of days. Sure. So really, I mean, this we're on day two, right? Of you know, Schools shut down pretty much on Friday, at least across the state of Illinois. And I know other states across the nation um, are, are similar on similar timelines. Um, and then as we all know, it's, it's a little bit chaotic out there to say the least. Uh, stores are, are running low on pretty much everything uh, and everyone's thinking of their families, of course. Um, but after taking care of my own family, my first thought was, you know, my staff, I employ around 150 individuals. Um, and that means we also service hundreds of families. Um, so being concerned to make, you know, making sure as I stood there in the grocery store line at Costco with my own kids and realized, you know, how crazy it was just to get a roll of paper towels. I was just overflowing, overflowing with emotions thinking about if I'm having this much difficulty, I can't imagine what it's like for some of the families we service who aren't able to just get out just, you know, to the store whenever they want, whether it's um, they have limited means to do so financially, or just they have needs that they can't wait in those kind of lines, or they can't jump around to five different stores to find 40 pull-ups because they're all sold out. So going around clinic to clinic was really tough for me yesterday, just, you know, hearing what people were out of, and they didn't have basic necessities to care for their own family. So we're doing what we can to make sure that anyone in our service area, whether you're a special needs family or just a community member, if they reach out to um, our company and we've been all over Facebook, just advertising that and we'll do our best to try to <laughs> try to make sure that people have access to that stuff. And Candace, that's one of the reasons why, you know, you and I, we, we talk, you know, about your company, my company, we talk about how to serve the families. We talk about how to IEPs and behavior plans. And we talk about all this stuff all the time, you know, out in front here, helping people behind the scenes. And, you know, then there comes something like this. And this is where you're really showing the integrity of who you are and what your company does. So I just want to thank you for that because I'm not on the front lines, but you are, and you're making a difference. I appreciate it. Um, so I, um, have been getting a lot of questions, um, from <laughs> I have, I've been getting a lot of questions for parents and one of them was just the way that the mom put it. I thought, mm, she's not the only one who had a question like this. And she said, you know, my son's behaviors at home are always more elevated than they are at school. She just struggles at home and they don't struggle so much at school all the time or there's extra staff at school. There's just other reasons why school's a little bit easier for this child than being at home. And now my child's home. What do I do? So she's really worried about aggression. She's really worried about regression happening. She's worried about communication. She's worried about all these things and she's um, anticipating the worst, which a lot of our special needs parents are doing right now. So can you just jump in right there, uh, you know, since you were in the trenches, just sharing, you know, what do you, what do you say this mom? So let's just, you know, this mom calls you, she knows that you have the expertise. What do you say to her? Honestly, right now, first and foremost, I would tell her the best thing we could do is to stay calm. And I would ask her, if she has everything she needs. I know this sounds crazy and I'm putting, you know, behavior, I'm, pausing that for a second. But if, if we as parents, if we as educators, if we, you know, people, the leaders of the house um, are that stressed, um, our, our kids know that. Um, and they sense that and they know there's a lot going on, whether they understand all the components or not. I don't think we do as adults, right? We're, we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to make sense of it day by day. So I think just taking a deep breath, taking a step back and trying to remain as calm as possible in these uncertain times is number one. Number two, make sure you have all of your basic needs met. 
Um, because if you can't meet those, obviously everything else is going to escalate. Uh, and then number three, give yourself some grace. Um, it, it's not going to be the same as if, if they were at school because you're right, they don't have access to all those resources, all those additional supports, all those all those people. So I, I think really looking at what is realistic and, and what can we accomplish. So I would start there. I mean, I could go off on a tangent and keep talking, but I'll start with that. Well, and I think, you know, it, here's the thing. We all have this plan, right? When, when times are good, we have this plan. This is how the plan goes at home. This is how the plan goes at school. And, and we're going to try to hold ourselves to that plan when the world around us has really, you know, tilted. And, and so that same plan is not going to work. So we were just talking, you know, uh, before this, talking about, you know, maybe there are going to be extra meltdowns and that's okay. Right. And to take it day by day and sometimes not even day by day, but minute by minute, this is what we're doing right now to get through the day. And, and sometimes, you know, the best laid plans end up going out the window. Um, because as parents, I think obviously uh, looking at making sure that your own sanity um, because it comes priority too, because you really can't deal with um, or handle additional stress of whether it's your child having a meltdown or whatever, especially if you're already stressed with everything else going on. We need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves first. We're making sure that, like I said, we're remaining as calm as possible, but we're not, at, we don't want to add any fuel to the fire. Um, so sometimes that means just working on um, tasks that, that aren't going to push or, or worry about making progress as much as, as you said, like, just let's just worry about staying where we're at, you know, not regressing. Um, and, and stability, stability. Yeah. So we're looking for some stability. So I had said, you know, I am leaning on a quote by Dr. Bruce Lipton that says, um, you cannot be in growth and protection mode at the same time. Right. And so many of our special needs parents we are so goal driven, like our entire world. Okay, let's go to the doctor and see if they've made progress. Let's go to the school and see if they made progress. Let's go to ABA therapy and see if they made progress. It's all about this progress. It's all about one milestone to the next milestone. It's all about meeting those milestones. And that's where our mind is at. We're ingrained in that. But we cannot get to the next milestone if we're sitting in protection. And right now, that's okay. That is okay. And I would say find those moments and enjoy them. It, it, you know, it doesn't always have to be about learning something new. If you're, you're hanging out with your child and, you know, whether it's anything, watching a movie together, then, or, or if there's something that they like to do that's stimmy and, and you join in or play in a, a particular way that you're just sharing that moment together. I mean, I think, I think especially in these types, in this situation that we're in right now, any sort of moment of like, genuine happiness, love, laughter. Um, don't take those for granted and find those where you can. Oh, I love that. Um, I love very so non-BCBA like of me. <laughs> oh, and I want you guys to know, Candace is one of the most strict planners when it comes to like, this is how the plan is. And this is how we execute. And this is how the child's going to be supported. And this is what we're going to do. And she's saying like, she's giving you permission. Moms, dads lean in and hear this. Be in the moment with your kids. It might be good, bad, or ugly, but it's okay. Um, you know, a lot of parents, and we're going to wrap up on this. This will be the last one that I'm going to drill you on here. But there are a lot of parents say, that's great, but what happens when things go back to normal? And then, then what do we do? Because my child's going to have regressed or 
or um, you know, they're going to be in, in bad habits of, of what I let them do. I can't let go a little because when we get back, they're not going to be able to catch back up um, as fastly. We're going to be in a disaster downward spiral. Do you have some words of wisdom for them? Yeah, I mean, I would say I think right now it's just so uncertain and clear that I'm really trying to just take it day by day. So I'm not worried. And I, I get that parent, not all parents can can say that. Um, I, I, I do think that sometimes we need to be okay with just looking at, you know, making it through the day and have that be okay. I will say just one one tip or strategy I, I would give. Um, and anyone here who's worked with a, a ABA program ever knows that we look at um, what happens right before and what happens right after a behavior. And a lot of times the, the strategy is to make sure you follow through or it's more in the consequence end, right? So what happens right after? And that's when you'll see more if you're seeing aggression, if you're seeing outbursts, if you're seeing all that. Um, a lot of times we focus on what you're doing after that. I would say in those moments for everybody's sanity, sometimes if a meltdown happens, it's okay to, to back off. It's okay to step away. But maybe take that moment for what it was and say, what can we do different next time? So let's focus more on the what happens before instead of the what happens after. So what was that trigger that that child got upset about? Um, maybe it was, was inconsistency. Maybe that, you know, we need to look at putting more structure in place. Um, maybe it was, you know, whatever. The lack of communication, obviously, is, is typically why we're seeing problem behavior. So what, what is it that that child's trying to communicate? Were they frustrated about something? Is something too hard? Is something confusing? Um, do they want to spend more time with mom? Maybe less time with the sibling. I know at my house we have multiple kids and a lot of it would be like, get away from me. I'm so sick of you. Um, so just looking at, instead of being in those moments of, oh my gosh, my kid had a meltdown, I think saying, okay, that's okay, but what can we learn from it? And then how can we try to um, put things in place so that doesn't happen next time? I love that. And I'm going to remind everybody that they need to get into Parent Academy and um, you're doing some extra um, kind of bonus teachings with everything that's going on inside of Parent Academy. Um, you have some extra therapists that are going to be showing up. Can you do what, which therapists are going to be showing up um, on in your private online group? Yep. So what I really love about Parent Academy too is not just um, therapists, but we also have parents that talk from their perspective of, you know, how that works with their child or tips that, you know, work in their home. Um, and all of the webinar series is a BCBA and a parent. So we have, we're, we're explaining, understanding the functions of behavior, understanding replacement behavior, but you're also hearing what that sound, what that looked like or, or what that was for different individuals. Um, so it's a little bit easier to relate to sometimes um, because BCBAs tend to use <laughs> a lot of jargon or, you know, technical language. Um, that said, in our in our um, closed Facebook group, we typically have a BCBA and a parent that go live regularly, but we're going to make sure we also have our, our speech path and our occupational therapist going live regularly and a counselor. Um, so obviously our speech path is going to be giving tips to work on, um, whether it's expressive communication, receptive communication, whatever. Um, and they are due to go live. So they'll always have a topic that they cover. But if you have a question either about that topic or just even an off topic question, um, you can ask it at that time. Sometimes it might be a whole different. Um, it, it, we might have to do a different live depending on the topic. Sometimes there's big topics that get covered. Um, occupational therapists, we're going to be giving tips for obviously fine motor skills, um, self-care, leisure skills. Uh, there's a whole range of things to talk about there. And our counselors is so calming. I watch her and I'm always like, oh my God, so much fun. 
Um, but it's mostly about self-care and making sure that, again, as parents, we're putting ourselves first, too, and making sure that we're staying in check, we're staying calm. And so that way we can show up for our kids. So in that moment of their uncertainty or, or their big emotions, we can be that calm for them. Um, because if, if we can't be that, then it's like throwing a fuel on the fire. So. Yeah. So, and I want everybody to, to really think about what Candace just shared with you. She has this parent Academy that's going to help you move forward eventually, but right now she's got that team there to help you stabilize and answer those questions. And, um, it, it's really a, a priceless, like, you know, um, resource in our community. Right. Can I throw in one more thing before you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think too, just, uh, just knowing how hard that we are on ourselves as parents, I'm a parent. I know sometimes, you know, I, I feel like, Oh, I could have done better, but keep in mind too. I mean, we were just told on Friday and I know this differs by state, but okay, your kids are going to be home Monday, <laughs> starting Monday. That's not a whole lot of time to prep for the next two, three weeks, sometimes longer, depending on your district. Now, keep in mind, if you compare that to like the beginning of a school year, right? So kids go to school, usually mid to end of August, Think about what the first couple of weeks of school looked like, right? So even teachers who they've been doing this for years, this has been their education and their training or speech pass or BCBAs or whatever their credentials are. It takes them a while to get in a routine of, you know, what the day is going to look like depending on each, each child's need. And obviously you guys know your child better than anyone else, but you guys have may not have been in this role with your child before. So we're exploring new roles and exploring you know, not just being mom, but, or dad, but educator and, and, and really looking at some homeschool or some e-school or whatever it is. So that's where I think giving yourself some grace and not expecting it. There's no way it could look like how it did last week in school, because we're almost like back to what the beginning of the school year. Looks we're like. all on a huge learning curve right now. Right. Of, of yeah. what this is going to look like. And when you decide how it's going to look, yeah, that plan's going to change. So that's, you know, I've done homeschooling with my own child and oh, having been a teacher and I was going to homeschool and I was going to do these things and I had these schedules. Yeah, it, that just went out the window because I had to learn how to be a different person for my kids since I was going to be their teacher and their mom and to really, you know, put in organic learning experiences. So it just happened to routine and there's so many things. So um, I think that we could talk forever about this. We're going to see what the questions come in. You might um, have high demand to come back, Candace, because I think that we um, we could bring some really great additional things as parents continue to work at home. But remember, everybody, um, you know, find the happy moments. It's okay if the meltdowns happen. Give yourself some grace and go join Parent Academy so you can have that resource at your fingertips, especially for those moments of frustration. So, Candace, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon.